Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. So I normally say this part at the end of the show, but I'm going to switch things up a little bit today. And I first of all want to thank you for listening. And I want to thank all of you who have taken the time to subscribe to the podcast and rate the podcast and review the podcast. Thank you so much. And I especially love when the reviews kind of tell me a little bit about who you are and why you listen to the show and what you get out of it. I just so appreciate that. And if you haven't already had a chance to do that, if you're enjoying the podcast, please do take a few moments to subscribe and read and review. And you certainly don't have to write a personal essay, but it's so lovely to read that. And it also helps me to kind of know who's listening and what you most respond to so I can make the show better for you because I want it to be good for you because, you know, this is why I do it. I do it for you. I mean, I enjoy it myself, of course, but um, I could talk to myself without putting it in a podcast and I do. Um, So this podcast is for you and I want to make sure that you are getting something really valuable out of it. So those reviews really help me. And you can also find me on social media and let me know how you're enjoying the show. I am at Dear Franny on all social media platforms. And the podcast is at Dear Franny Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. So hit us up. I would really appreciate it. So, okay. So that's, that's it. That's my spiel. Usually it's at the end of the show. But uh, today I am in Mallorca, Spain. I've been in Spain for the last week and a half with my boyfriend and we've been in Mallorca with his family and having a grand old time. And um, I am literally in a makeshift. I'm sitting on the bottom bunk of a bunk bed with some comforters draped over (laughs) a little makeshift studio. And I I'm excited to be in my little makeshift studio to talk to you today about one of my favorite topics, which is love confidence. So if you are a listener of the show, you will have heard me talk about this concept before. I talked about it in the episode um, that I did about the four dating archetypes. Please check that out if you haven't already. I talked about it in the episode that I did about self-love, and I probably talked about it lots of other times too. Um, it's, it's a very important concept in my framework and my approach to helping my clients find love. And love confidence is a concept that I have, that I use to define um, the ability of some people, the belief that some people have that... Um, well, the ability of some people to just get into relationships, get into romantic relationships quite easily um, with minimal angst, with minimal effort, with minimal anxiety. So I define love confidence as the belief, your belief and your ability to attract and keep committed romantic relationships. And I could sort of amend that to say healthy, committed romantic relationships, but there are people who certainly have very high love confidence and they get into relationships very easily. Those relationships may not be healthy. They may be toxic. They may be dysfunctional. Um, But the same principle of really believing and really having this ability is, does apply. Um, Of course, I, of course, I encourage it in the context of healthy relationships, but 
it applies either way. And this is something that I used to see in other people and I would just be like, how do they do that? How do they do that? And then when I started my professional love career, first as a matchmaker and then as a dating coach, I would just notice that for some clients, it was like, you know, they would go through, they would take the same steps as my other clients, but for them, it was just so quick. It was so easy. Getting to a relationship was like no problem. And this confidence, this ability, this love confidence was something that I identified as being the real differentiating factor in what makes it easier for some people than others to get into relationships. So it's very important um, to me and hopefully this will be really helpful to you. So even though I've talked about this before and particularly in the dating archetypes episode, what I want to talk about today is more about how to raise your love confidence. So love confidence, like all confidence is a spectrum at one far end of the spectrum. You have, if you have very low love confidence, you are in a place where you really don't believe that love is something that's possible for you. Um, You might avoid dating entirely because, you know, what's the point of doing something that you don't believe is actually going to be successful, right? And um, so that's one far end of the spectrum. And then at the other end of the spectrum, you have a person who knows that love is possible for them. They're excited to meet their person. They know that it's going to happen. And they're really, rather than having any kind of anxiety or worry or pessimism, they're just excited. They're ready and they're like, you know it's done. So, and then there's everything in between. And one of the things that I always ask people is to give themselves. So if that first extreme of being very, having very low love confidence, if you're at a, if that's a one and the other extreme of having very high love confidence, it's a 10, where would you put yourself on that spectrum? And no matter where that number is, unless it's a 10, but if it's a 10, you're, you're already there. Um, so, you know, there's not really uh, any need to worry about this or <laughs> listen to this episode. Um, but if you're anywhere you are in that spectrum, just ask yourself, what would it take to raise that number by one point? And people don't always know the answer to that question because they're like, well, I don't know. If I knew what to do, then I would do it. So I wanted to make this episode more about what to do and how practically to make that happen. And the first step in that is to really be clear and to be have the self-awareness to, to understand like, okay, what is the primary thing that I'm struggling with right now? So, okay, before I explain this, I want to quote, and I've already quoted him a few times, and the episode wasn't that long ago, but I did an interview a few weeks back with Amari Ice, who's a matchmaker and a relationship coach, and he said something that I thought was just so perfect, which is why I keep quoting him. And I'm probably going to misquote him a little bit because, you know, I'm doing this from memory, but we were talking about relationships and he made a great analogy of a relationship to a video game. And he said that the primary reason why someone is single or they'll soon be single again is because they are at level three. They're trying to have a a level 25 relationship when they're at level three. And I see that all of the time. And I think it's a really, really brilliant analogy because it's sort of like with lottery winners. So there's a lot of data. There's a lot of research about lottery winners and most lottery winners go broke. Most lottery winners, they lose all of their winnings and a lot of them end up in even worse debt and with less than they had before they won the lottery. And so why is that? 
And the reason that happens is because if you're a person who has a mindset and approach to money, which is to spend everything that you make um, or to, you know, feel guilty about having money, so to give it all away or to um, just you know, just not have good money habits, right? If those are, if go into debt, just spend more than you earn. If you have those habits, you're going to have those habits, whether you have $10,000 or you have $10 million. And so that's what we see happening with lottery winners. And it's similar thing with relationships. So if you're a person who you have very low love confidence, your self-love is low, your dating skills are very low, it's going to be really hard for you to get into the relationship that you want. And if you do happen to make it happen to get into it, chances are you're not going to be able to stay in that relationship because you don't have the foundation that you need to make that kind of love last. So if you are, you know, listening to this and you're answering this question of where you would rate yourself on this spectrum of love confidence, if you do feel that you're at a level three, for instance, it's fine. Don't judge yourself, right? I also did an episode not too long ago about self-love and, you know, in my self-love formula, the very first step is self-compassion and self to be compassionate towards yourself is to not judge yourself. So, and that includes not judging yourself for the things that have been challenging for you up until now. If you want to get better, if you want to overcome those challenges, it requires having compassion towards yourself. So... If you're at a level one, level two, level three, level four, no matter where you are, don't judge it. It's just where you are. It's okay. I've been at a one <laughs> and then I was at a two and then I was at a three and then I was at a four and I took this step by step myself. So no judgments where you are, but really assess that and then understand, okay, am I at a place where I don't believe it's possible for anyone? If I don't believe it's possible for anyone, then I would say your first order of business is to start to find some love mentors, some role models, to start looking at relationships that where people are happy, where it works, um, and just start to know that even if it's something that you haven't personally experienced, if it's not something that you have personally seen, just know that if it's possible for someone, then it's possible for you as well. And even if you don't 100% believe that yet, just considering that possibility is going to start to raise your love confidence a little bit and start to move you from a very shut down place of feeling incredibly pessimistic to a place of a little bit more openness and where a little bit more light, a little bit more possibility can start to come in. So if that's your first order of business, then that's okay. Then that's what you work on right now. Just starting to consider that possibility a little bit more. And if you're at the place where you're like, okay, I, I, I get that it's possible, but I have no idea how to make it happen for myself. Then the question is, okay, well, where in exactly in this journey are you having the most difficulty? Is the problem that you don't know how to get a date? Is the problem that you know how to get a date, but you don't know how to get a date with somebody who treats you with respect and consistency? Is the problem that you can get a first date, but you're not good at getting a second date? Um, you know, so you have to really be clear about what exactly is the breakdown for you? Where is the blockage for you? And then this is a skill thing. So if you don't know how to get a date, then it's about building the skills that are going to enable you to start to get dates. If it's about not knowing how to pick people who are, are um, respectful of you and to treat you well, right? If you have maybe a toxic pattern that keeps repeating, 
Then it's about, okay, why am I attracted to and attracting people who don't treat me well? And then it's time to take a step back and say, I need to look at how I feel about myself, right? And that's where the self-love comes in. So I, I don't want to repeat the whole, all of the steps of the self-love formula in this episode, um, because it is a mini-sode and that is a whole topic unto itself, which is why I, I recorded an episode about that. But, you know, that self-love piece is huge. And a lot of times when people are going through the motions in dating, they're like, I'm doing all the things that I know that I'm supposed to be doing, but it's not connecting. My first advice in that situation is to stop, take a step back. Let's go back to the self-love. Let's make sure you're being compassionate towards yourself. Let's make sure that you're feeling worthy because if you don't believe that you're worthy of having this level 25, so to speak, relationship, if you don't truly believe that you're worthy of having it, then it's going to be real, 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 real hard for you to get into that relationship if it's, if possible at all. Um, and again, if you do have a sort of the quote unquote windfall of getting into that relationship, your ability to keep it, if you don't believe you're worthy of it, is going to be your ability is not going to be, um, it's not going to be high. It's not going to be strong. Okay. So I'm about helping people to get into relationships that last. Right. So that's why I'm always returning to self-love. Um, so if that's what's going on, then, okay, the skill that you need is to learn how to love yourself more. And the great news is that these are all skills that you can develop and it might take a little bit of work. It might take a little bit of mentorship, might take a little bit of trial and error, but we gain confidence by doing, not by doing perfectly, but by doing. So, you know, part of the self-love formula is self-validation, which is giving yourself that credit. Like, wow, this was hard for me, but I did it anyway. I don't not exactly sure what the next step is, but I'm trying, right? So giving yourself that validation helps you to build your confidence and helps to keep you moving forward. So if that's where you are, then then, you know, you work on the self-love, that's going to help you level up a little bit more, a little bit more. If then if you're at a place where you're like, okay, I can find people who treat me well, I can find people who want to be with me, but I just don't even know who exactly is the good, a right fit for me. Then the question, then that's a question of you really starting to get clear on what are your values? What is the relationship that you want to have? we're usually very focused on the traits that we're looking for in another person. Like, oh, I want somebody who, you know, has these hobbies and this education and looks like this and comes from this kind of family and has this kind of religion. And we're very focused on these traits and these characteristics of the other person, but we're less focused on what the actual relationship with that person will look like. So I always say to people, it's like, you can have a list of a thousand things that you want in a partner and that's fine. That's your business. It's your list. But first of all, know that you can't prioritize all of them equally because that's not a human, right? That's a unicorn. Um, and then secondly, you need to make sure that everything on that list actually corresponds to the thing that's something that's important in your relationship. So for example, a big thing that um, I hear a lot is because I work with, you know, women who are college educated and have a lot of advanced degrees and I myself have an advanced degree. So I totally understand it's not a judgment, but there were, you know, a lot of women will say to me, well, I want somebody who has my same level of education. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, I just want you to, I want you to make sure that you know the why behind every single thing on your list. And so I'll say, okay, well, why, why does he have the need to have the same level of education? And they'll say, well, because, you know, I want him to have the same level as me. Okay, that's fine. Why? Well, because um, then he won't be intimidated by my education. I'm like, okay, well, all right, tell me more. Well, you know, because then 
um, you know, we'll be able to have like really great intellectual conversations. Right. And I'm like, okay, so is having a great intellectual conversation, is that something that's really important for you in your relationship? And sometimes they'll say, yes, it is. And sometimes they'll say, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Right. And I'm like, okay, if it is, if that's something that's important to you, by the way, that's something that's important to me too. Um, on a personal note, that's fine, but just instead of saying, instead of using somebody having your same level of education as a proxy for somebody who wants to have deep intellectual conversations with you, instead, let's look for somebody who wants to have deep intellectual conversations with you. And maybe sometimes that's going to be somebody who has your same level of education. And maybe that's going to be some, sometimes it's going to be somebody who doesn't. So, but if you're focusing on the actual quality of the relationship, the thing that you're sharing together versus the traits that another person has. So this is, you know, again, this is a little bit more of an advanced inquiry because if you're at a place where I have been in my life where I didn't know how to flirt and I didn't know how to get a date, I could spend a lot of time having, you know, these philosophical conversations about, you know, the qualities of my relationship. But the reality is that I can't even get a date. So I got to start there right? I got to start where I am. I was at level, when I was at level three, I needed to work on getting to level four, not trying to find somebody who's at level 25, who frankly would not want to be with me anyway. And why should they? Because they want somebody at their level, right? So that's why love confidence is a concept that I'm, that I'm always talking about so much because all of the skills that it takes for you to build your love confidence, right? The, the self-love, the clarity, the ability to be vulnerable, the ability to connect with other people, the ability to move those relationships and deepen them and have them become more intimate. All of those abilities are things that are going to serve you well, not just in the short term of dating, in the short term of needing a person to be in a relationship with, but in the long term of actually having that relationship be one that lasts and that steep and that is fulfilling, right? Like that's what I want for you. So I want you to get into a healthy relationship that has real true intimacy and vulnerability and it lasts and there's no perfection. There's no perfection in loving yourself. There's no perfection in love confidence. There's no perfection in another person. There's no perfection. But the more that we can move towards feeling truly worthy, the more that we can move towards celebrating the person that we get to be on this planet, right? The more that we can move towards having that confidence that you're going to meet that really amazing person and get into a relationship, the more steps that we can take in that direction, the easier it's going to make your love journey, the more fulfilling it's going to make your life, the more fulfilling it's going to make your relationships. And there is no downside to that. (laughs) So here I go, rant, rant, winding up my rant here. This is why I'm so passionate about love confidence. This is why it's something that I'm talking about so often. And I know I'm going to talk about it again. And I might do another episode about love confidence from another angle, because I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can so that you can hear the message and the way that you need to hear it so that it actually sticks. And it actually enables you to make the changes that you need to start to make in your mindset, in your beliefs about yourself, and your beliefs about what's possible for you, and in your actions. Because if you're listening to this, if you're still listening to this, then I imagine that a really healthy, beautiful, committed, romantic relationship is something that you want for yourself. And 
I know that it's possible for you because I know that it's possible for everyone. Our primary job, if we want that love and we don't have it, is to clear any blocks standing between us and that love happening. And a lot of those times, those blocks are are just skills that we need to develop. Um, but the mindset and the belief that underlies all of that is really, really the foundation. So if you haven't already, please take a listen to the self-love episode, the mini-sode that I recorded a few weeks ago. And if you haven't already, please take a listen to the four dating archetypes episode that I recorded a couple weeks ago because this is really a companion piece to those. So they're all building upon each other. And I really hope that you are knowing on some level, even if you're not 100% on board (laughs) with what I'm talking about yet, there's some level which this is starting to connect and you're starting to consider a new possibility for yourself. And that possibility is one about having a really beautiful, loving relationship because that is what you deserve. And that's what we all deserve as humans. And that is possible for us all. And this is my effort to help a few more people to get there and to get there sooner and with less struggle because struggle is so over. I'm over fucking struggling. I don't know about you, but the struggle (laughs) needs to end. Okay. All right. Go out there, spread some love, be compassionate towards yourself, be compassionate towards others. Know that love is your birthright. Know that you can make it happen for yourself. And if you're at a level three, it's all good. It's all good. You accept what is. You have compassion towards yourself. You take baby steps. And before you know it, that's you're going to be at a four and a five and a six and a seven. And it's just going to keep going. There is no finish line, by the way. <laughs> level 25 is not the end. There's not the end goal. There is no perfection. We keep going. As long as we have breath in our lungs, we keep going. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I would so appreciate a subscription, rating, review, and hit me up. I'm at Dear Franny on all social media. I'd love to hear from you. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. 